0: what the fuck is up? Welcome back. My name is Noah Hills. You can find me on Twitter at Noah Parties. You can find me on TikTok at Noah more Parties. And you can find my written work, my running back rankings for Devy Leagues, Dynasty Leagues, and Rookie Drafts at noamoreparties.com where I do running back analysis. But today's uh, video is not on running backs. Today's video is on wide receivers. And I have been doing a lot of work, uh, studying film, um, looking at the analytical profiles of this rookie wide receiver class for the BDGE, uh, rookie draft guide that will come out later this spring. And I just finished watching all the wide receivers that I'm assigned to watch. And I wanted to talk about some of my favorites in this class, not necessarily my favorites, but some of the top guys in this class. So that's what this video is. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm gonna go five to one here. This is sort of my my top five. I watched most of the wide receivers in this class. One of the guys I was not assigned is Zay Flowers. I know a lot of people like Zay Flowers. I have not watched Zay Flowers. I have not done any research on Zay Flowers. Seems like a cool player. Not in my top five, not because I think he sucks, but because I simply have not evaluated him. So there's that. But otherwise, this is my top five uh, wide receivers in this class. and what i'm gonna go what I'm gonna do is go five to one and I'm going to read straight off of my notes that i that I wrote while watching film on these guys. And these notes weren't like super specific, you know, like hand placement. It, these were, you know, first run through of, you know, watching games on these guys general thoughts as plays are going by. So I think they give a decent overview, you know, of what kind of players these guys are. I'm not going to talk about numbers here, just impressions from film study of my top five running backs in this class. And number five is Kayshawn Boutte from LSU, uh, was the number one wide receiver in this class for a lot of people, uh, people in devi leagues, especially been all over this guy since his uh, freshman season in 2020. And my film notes, athletic build looks like DJ Moore and he does, He's elusive after the catch, just like DJ Moore is. He's got hurdles, jukes, dead legs, all sorts of stuff in his bag. As like an elusive guy in the open field, he can house slants, a la Odell Beckham Jr. He just glides on the field. He's a fluid, explosive athlete, just like DJ Moore is. The guys on the field that you look and it's like, okay, that guy's more chiseled up than everybody else, and that guy moves different than everybody else. That's DJ Moore, and that's Keishon Boutte. Um, And as a route runner. Uh, I wrote not as sexy as somebody like Jordan Addison in this class, somebody like Jerry Judy or Calvin Ridley, these types of guys. But Kejon Boutte was just always open, especially coming back to the line of scrimmage on, like, comeback routes, curls, um, a lot of in-breaking stuff over the middle of the field. He's good at finding open space on broken plays. I don't think he's, like, one of the more, you know, technically refined and crisper outrunners in this class. But he was... Effective in that area on film, um, and he's a good strong hands catcher. He's got a couple effective release moves, um, but fairly limited in that area. But I do think that's a place where he has like all the athletic tools to end up being really good in that area. And kind of along those same same lines, I saw some young Devontae Adams in his game with the way they moved, like after the catch, their ability with the ball in the air. Just smooth movers. Uh, He doesn't have, like, the god-tier release package, obviously, that Devontae Adams developed, but I don't know that Devontae Adams had that early on anyway. But excellent body control and focus in the air. Butte is good on the sideline, pretty good in contested situations. He's just a really nice athlete who plays wide receiver well and I don't know why I have him at five I think I could make a pretty good argument to myself to have him as high as two in this class and I wouldn't be shocked to see him produce as the wide receiver one in this class, you know looking back in three years but yeah, his kind of up and down career probably keeps him at five for me but you know at just in a vacuum he's the guy the guys above him aren't much better than him on the field if at all. Um, and my number four receiver, is Josh Downs, uh, from North Carolina. And my first note on him is small, but well-built kind of like golden Tate or a satellite back. And he is built like golden Tate or a satellite back. Like he's, he's short, but he's not super small. Like he's fairly built out for his frame. Um, and he was one of my favorite players to watch. Like he was just bouncy in and out of his cuts in and out of his breaks. He adjusts his pacing well to create separation, like at all different phases of the route, whether that's, you know, on his release. At the line of scrimmage, um, through and at the top of the stem, it is you know in his breaks, just really good at like adjusting his pacing, and you know got really nice like hezy moves. Um, sometimes he does dance too much, but I think overall. He's an effective route runner and uses, you know, varied pace and lateral quickness really well to create separation as a route runner. Um, He also uncovers well downfield. He's got good long speed, but even when guys stay with him, he's got a good sense for tracking the ball and, you know, moving late to uncover um, when the ball is close to him. He's also just good at you know, when the ball's in the air, just snatching that thing out of the air. He had maybe the best hands in this class, maybe outside of JSN, but some of the best hands in this class from Josh Downs. um, Decent catch radius for, it's not a good catch radius, but given how how small he is relatively, um, you know, wingspan wise and things like that, he's got a decent catch radius. Um, He's also got that dog in him. He wasn't, not super elusive or powerful after the catch, but he fights for extra yards after the catch. There was one play against Virginia Tech where he was like high-stepping, down the sideline before just plowing into a defensive back on his way out of bounds. Like he's, he's just clowning on people in the open field, running hard after the catch. I didn't see a huge difference between him and Jordan Addison, who I have one spot above him. I think they were They're similar type players in in the kind of role that they're going to play in the NFL. And I didn't think there was a huge difference in their skill sets either. I thought Downs was better in some areas than Addison is. Um, I think he's got better hands. Um, The the comp that I landed on for Josh Downs was fast Cole Beasley. Just like a killer in the slot. And Josh Downs also has deep speed. I don't think that's going to be, you know, a main part of his game at the next level just because he's relatively small. But He's, he's got decent speed. Yeah, that's Josh Downs. Let's, uh, let's talk about my number three guy, Jordan Addison. Like Josh Downs, he's pretty small, uh, did a lot of his work in the slot and he is a crisp route runner with a varied release package. He's great at selling routes, disguising his breaks, creating separation with double moves. He doesn't lose speed through his breaks. He's great at like dropping his weight, um, to decelerate quickly. He's just, when people put on Twitter, like you know, highlight films of people running route, like Chad Johnson crying about Devontae Adams running routes. Like he's doing Jordan Addison type shit. Like when you think about good route running, you're thinking about a guy like Jordan Addison. He's got good burst, good short area quickness. He doesn't look that fast. At least he didn't to me. But he was also consistently running by people deep. So I don't know if he was just manipulating blind spots for defensive backs. Is he doing that because he's like smart and technically good? Or is he doing that because he's running by people? It's difficult. Like, I'm not a professional scout. I don't specialize in wide receivers. So, I, you know, that's a little difficult for me to parse out. But I don't think his his deep speed is like a problem. One thing that was a little bit of a problem is he can get muscled off of his path downfield. Um, he, can, he was locked down for long stretches in the Stanford game where he had a productive game, but otherwise on plays where he wasn't like getting free deep, he was getting absolutely locked up. I forget what the kid's name, um, who played corner in that game. It's like a three name name, whatever. I tweeted about it once, but, uh, he was getting just locking Jordan Addison up, clamping him on press coverage. Addison couldn't separate from him down the sideline. He just got absolutely manhandled. Addison might as well have been like in a black hole for much of that Stanford game. So I think his play strength is a little bit of a problem. Thank mm-hmm. Um, which also contributes to a lack of ability on like contested catches. He just doesn't have enough length, strength, explosiveness—that whole combo. He doesn't have enough of that to consistently win um, in contested situations. I thought he was like Jahan Dotson without the ball skills. Jahan Dotson was like Spider Man coming out of Penn State last year, just making ridiculous like one-hand grabs. You know, jumping twice as high as he stands to <laughs> make catches on the sideline and things like that, or you know, diving over the middle of the field. Addison doesn't do that stuff, but Dotson. Is also a smaller guy, quick and explosive, pretty good route runner, decent long speed. I think Addison is like Jahan Dotson without the like aerial ball skills. The second guy uh on my wide receiver rankings here is Quentin Johnston from TCU. He typically lined up outside, um, but a lot of his stuff was like in-breaking routes in like the, the short and intermediate areas of the field. Like he wasn't, he's not a boundary receiver. He's not Mike Evans, he's not DeAndre Hopkins. Lining up outside, boxing match at the top of the route, comeback. Like, that's not Quentin Johnson's game. He's a big, he's a relatively big guy, but wasn't doing a lot of his work on the boundary. A lot of in-breaking stuff, and he's, he's shifty and strong after the catch. He has this really sick move he does frequently, where he'll, like, on a comeback or a curl, he'll jump to catch the ball, and then immediately when he lands, he'll spin out of it. Like, Odell Beckham does this um, as, like, a double move on his route, and where he just kind of spins and runs by people. Quentin Johnson does that same thing at the catch point where he lands and spins out and people just miss and he goes up the sideline or goes, you know, up the seam on the middle of the field. Really nice move that he uses fairly frequently. And he's also dangerous on those curls and comebacks because he, despite like moving pretty quickly and being a pretty big guy... He decelerates really quickly out of his breaks, which that combined with like defensive backs have to respect his long speed, have to respect his length deep. And so, you know, if you play off him a little bit, he's going to kill you on that comeback and then spin out of you on his, on his way up field after catching the ball. Um, and he's a high jumper. He's got a, he's got a wide catch radius, incredible body control and ball tracking, particularly on a deep touchdown against Kansas. But that just shows you, you know, those, those single play displays show you like, okay. <laughs> This is an ability that this guy has, even if he doesn't show it often on film. But Johnson can do that. He's he's acrobatic in the air. Um, I, I kept trying to think of a comp while I was watching him, but all of the guys who were like the cleanest, you know, kind of most intuitive matches to him in my mind did much more of their work on the boundary, on the sideline, as like pure outside receivers. Johnson did basically none of that stuff on film. And so I kind of ended up like he he's sort of like a less technical Sammy Watkins to me who was big and fast and explosive, good with the ball in his hands coming out of college. I wasn't scouting receivers when Sammy Watkins came out of college, so I, this less technical part of this comp uh, is compared mostly to Sammy Watkins like in his prime in the NFL, where he was you know, taking Darrell Revis for like 130 yards um, as a young player and killing it with the Buffalo Bills before he ended up getting hurt and transitioned into just like a field-stretching decoy um, kind of for the next few years, like the Rams and stuff. But early on... Sammy Watkins was a killer as a big dude with athleticism who also could, like, run routes. And I think Quentin Johnston does some of those same things. He's not as technical as Sammy Watkins turned out to be early on in his career, but, you know, slightly lesser version of, like, that size-speed athleticism combo that Sammy Watkins came out of college with. I see people comping Johnston to Martavis Bryant. I don't hate that comp either. Uh, And now... The number one wide receiver in this class for me is Jackson Smith and Jigba, who out of Ohio State had a monster season in 2021 when both Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson was on the team, he outproduced them both. I mean, he was hurt this last year for much of the season. So not really much of a junior year, but, uh, he operated mostly in the slot, um, a lot of short and intermediate stuff. I was just so impressed by Jackson Smith and Jigba's like athleticism, but not in a Quentin Johnston way more in like, uh, I, I don't even know. Like m- my, my comp for this guy was like Kyle Anderson of, I, I don't watch the NBA anymore, but he used to play for the Spurs who was just like this slow, like not, not, re- I don't know if he's guard, but like a wing player, like a forward who was just so slow, kind of like Boris Diaw almost, (laughs) just like all these like weird little moves, just knew where to be, could like throw an awkward little step here to throw you off on his way to like some funky looking Euro step or awkward floater in the lane that other people wouldn't even think to pull off. And so it works because defenders aren't expecting it. Like that kind of stuff that like Kyle Anderson, Boris Diaw, uh, Anton Jameson, you know, did on the basketball court is what Jackson Smith and Jigba looked like to me as a wide receiver, like really nice hip flexibility where he could just lean around defenders and slide almost through his breaks. He did a really good job at attacking blind spots of corners and safeties to create separation on his routes. He's got this weird body type where he's built like a I, I don't even know, but Like, he's got a really long torso, short legs, and he, like, runs like this, where he, like, swings his arms just, like, back. He moves very strangely, and he doesn't look like a good athlete, but he's got an unusually large catch radius for a guy whose arms look as short as his arms look, um, and his hands are just vacuums. He catches everything near him. His focus at the catch point on, like, off-target throws from short range or passes that are, like, bobbling or got tipped or whatever, just so good at catching weird passes like that, quick reaction time, and he immediately transitions into yak mode by like contorting his body to free from defenders during the process of the catch, kind of like Quentin Johnston does, but in like, he's kind of, he's like a weasel or like a ferret the way he moves, like instead of Quentin Johnston as this like, I'm not going to try to make an animal analogy, but Jackson Smith and Jigba moves like a, like a weasel after the catch, He doesn't break him. He doesn't break a ton of tackles. He's not super elusive after the catch, but he just like is able to free himself at the catch point with like by like slithering away. And then he understands angles well. Um, He's got good vision as a ball carrier to where he can, you know, given that he's not super fast or super strong or super, you know, shifty uh, with the ball in his hands he does a good job of like maximizing what he can get after the catch because he's smart and knows where to go. Again, like almost nothing on the boundary or against press for this guy, um, almost exclusively lined up in the slot. Feels like he's got like mid four or five speed. Maybe a lot of people are comping him to Amon Ross St. Brown. And I definitely see that I also saw a little bit of... There There were a couple seasons in Adam Thielen's prime when he lined up almost exclusively in the slot in Minnesota. And he's a guy that, that Jackson Smith and Jigbo reminds me of, where he's like a bigger receiver who can play like that big slot role. Isn't super fast, isn't super explosive, isn't super quick, but is like smart, you know, knows where to be, knows how to create separation against both man and zone coverage and just catches balls that are like how, how the fuck did he even see that ball, let alone catch it. JSN does some of the same stuff that Adam Thielen does, same stuff that Amon Ross St. Brown does. He's my wide receiver one in this class. I think he could be like a PPR machine in the middle of the field, just like an Amon Ross St. Brown. You know, Cooper Cup is at the top of that range of outcomes, but I think Jackson Smith and Jigba is in that same like archetype of player. So there's my top five receivers in this year's class. Uh, who was it? Keishon Boutte, who should probably actually be at like third. And then Josh Downs, I could be convinced should also go over Jordan Addison, but Josh Downs, then Jordan Addison, then Quentin Johnson, then Jackson Smith and Jigba. Maybe I'll do a six through 10 video. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, thanks for watching. See you on Saturday. Have a great week. Peace.
1: Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats' HeartChoose Heart Chews Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist-recommended beet brand for heart health support. The new Super HeartChoose Heart Chews Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, That's radio, B-E-E-T-S, dot com, code DEAL.